Good evening, Island Church, and anyone else that will be looking in on our website to enjoy these uh, little encouraging series that we do to try to keep you built up in the Word of God, uh, to keep the Word of God coming to you, especially in the day and hour in which we live, in which you need a constant exposure to the Word of God and to the Spirit of God to keep you strong in the Lord, keep you in the victory, and keep you moving forward in that which God has for your life. So we're going to begin looking a little bit at the uh, the warfare of the mind, but we're going to do it in relationship to what's going on uh, in the world right now and things that may be going on in your in your own world. You know, the the wonderful reality of being born again is you become a brand new creature in Christ. Uh, Jesus is now your Lord and Savior. You're now in the family of God. Heaven is your home if you were to pass from this earth or if the rapture of the church would take place. You would, you would go up in that rapture, a glorious uh, event that will happen very soon, we believe. But in the meantime, uh, you're in a fight. You're in a battle. And uh, that fight is taking place uh, in your mind right now. Uh, even looking back at things this time last year, we're uh, uh, right in the midst of our Fall Harvest Conference, uh, things that are going on uh, in our nation. We, m much of it we would have thought impossible uh, this time last year. Uh, we knew we were going into election year. We knew it was going to be a uh, you know, pretty tumultuous year. Uh, but you throw in the pandemic, you throw in all the other issues that have kind of come to the surface, and there is an increase uh, how can I say this? There's just an avalanche of information, of reporting, of uh, all types of, uh, for lack of a better uh, term, there's all types of uh, advertisement for different political offices. So there's a lot going on, and, and if you're constantly exposing yourself to that, it does have an effect on you. I've seen uh, people here in the church. I've watched people uh, outside the church, how, how people begin to become disconnected spiritually. Their minds begin to wander. Uh, they begin to, uh, you can tell it's an oppression. I know many times as we've prayed for people here at the church, there's an oppression that gets on people. And I, I'm telling you, oppression is always the forerunner to depression. So it's something that must be resisted. It's something that must be fought. It must be done by the Word of God. There has to be a, uh, how can I say this? There has to be a calculated opposition uh, to everything that comes and tries to encroach into your mind, into your spiritual mind. And if you'll do that, then you'll remain uh, full of joy, full of expectancy. You'll always realize God's working for you. And you'll, ha you'll have not just a, uh, an attitude about you that the world will envy, but you'll have a way of living and of life in which you're carefree. That doesn't mean you are ignoring things. That doesn't mean you're not uh, paying attention to things that are important. It just means that you've given it over to the Lord, that, that, that you're not going to carry it. That's out of your control anyway. So you're just going to enjoy the benefit benefits of the joy of your salvation. So as I was saying earlier, what a wonderful time to, uh, you know, to think to be born again, for Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, knowing all these wonderful realities and truths, nothing cancels them. Doesn't matter who the president is, doesn't matter what party is in office, doesn't matter what kind of storms, pandemics, or anything else comes upon the earth, God's word and his promises are still true 
He is still faithful. He never leaves us or forsakes us. He's with us always. I like what it says, even until the end of the age. So there is special grace. Think about that. Special grace. Many of the scriptures that have to do with the end of the age, Jesus connect them, or one of the writers of the letters would connect them to uh, the evil day, or the end of the age, or the last days. Oh, thank God, God has given a special grace for these last days to not only go through them, but to live victorious and to show people what it means to live for God. That new birth came into your spirit. The life of God came into your spirit. Uh, your mind was not born again. Your flesh was not born again. But God did not leave you without tools and equipment to help bring your flesh and your mind into subjection. So I'm going to begin reading some scriptures. I'm going to do real, uh, I'm going to try diligently to stay real close to the letter of the Word of God because these are very important things, very important things that we should consider. And if you're having trouble in this area, I want to help you implement this resistance in your mind so you can get back to the place of peace. I was praying the other day and the Lord spoke to me. He says, there's a real attack upon the peace in the minds of my people and my children. So you've got to realize if there's a real attack, if God's saying that, then we've got to muster a real resistance against that attack upon our minds so that we can live in peace, walk in peace, manifest the joy of the Holy Ghost, and be what God wants us to be in these last days. God is so good. Now, number one, let me put this out so that you'll understand it. You cannot walk in the Word of God and take the word and apply it to your mind so that your mind will have that, that, that peace of God in it. If you have a lazy mind, don't let your mind get lazy. I know there's a lot of information flowing. Uh, as we're filming this, I got up this morning, was watching the, watching the weather because of different things that are, that are going on out in the Gulf of Mexico and getting that information. But usually I'll just get that information. I'll just go on. A newscast, I'll, I'll watch it, you know, five minutes, seven minutes, hear what I want to hear. It's usually the same old thing over and over and over. Everything that's going on in the, in, in the political realm, I mean, you know, uh, I've already made my decision what to do. Uh, I'm going to act on that. So there's, there, there's really nothing there to continue to roll over and over in your mind. Uh, uh, this thing with this COVID virus, there's so much information. So many people saying one thing on one side. So many people saying something on the other side. And then there's all this stuff in the middle that people are saying. Well, I, I'm just not going to let it make my mind sick. I'm not going to let myself get in fear or bondage. And I'm not going to let uh, something dominate my mind that, that its domination of my mind is not something good. It's something bad. So therefore, I'm doing my best as a, as a believer, first of all, child of God. Uh, secondly, as a minister and as a pastor. Uh, uh, thirdly, as someone that's ministering this to you, because I've been proving this. I, I, I've not been oppressed or depressed. I still have joy. Man, there's so much expectancy on the inside of me right now. I believe that these next uh, few months and, and few years that are in front of us are going to be so awesome. Things we've prayed for for years. Things we've believed God for for years. And I've got to keep that in the forefront of my mind. Now, here in, this is the, the, the jumping off scripture for every person after they get born again. This is where we begin to obey God, right here. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Let me read it in the King James. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Amplified says, this is spiritual worship. 
It says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Let me read it in the, in the uh, Passion Bible. It says, beloved friends, what should our proper response to God's merciless, beloved friends, what should be our proper re response to God's marvelous mercy? Talking about him saving us. I encourage you to surrender yourself to God to be his sacred living sacrifices, to live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Stop imitating the ideas and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life satisfying and perfect in his ways. Now, 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 this is as much an effort as education was an effort in your life. I don't know, we may be speaking to some that are students, uh, but most of us are probably not uh, involved in an educational uh, experience right now where we have to have uh, discipline in study and discipline in research, all those types of things. But I encourage you to come back and be a student again. Be a student of the Word of God. Personally, corporately, every way you can, make a decision. I'm going to get into the Word of God. And instead of allowing my intellect to oppose that which God says, I'm going to force my intellect to, to, to accept what God says. This is what renewing the mind is. It is a transformation of the way you think. Man, I think of how I used to think years ago when I was not serving the Lord. My mind has so radically changed, I don't even recognize how my mind operates anymore compared to how it used to operate. I used to have a selfish mind. I used to have an addicted mind. I used to have a mind that was, that was full of hate. I had a mind that was full of violence. My mind was just all twisted up. But thank God when I got right with God, began to serve God, I begin to renew my mind, and when I begin to do that, I begin to cast down all that other, all that other conditioning, that mind conditioning that happened to me through all the negative behavior that I was a part of. Now, your body is involved in that because it's amazing how the body and the mind work together. That's why the Bible says, number one, present yourself, present your body as a living sacrifice unto God. So if you will, go back and remember when you were a sinner, when you were not serving God, how it was your body that carried out the lust of your mind. Uh, whether it was drugs or alcohol, or maybe just being successful and earning lots of money, you were just motivated to do all this kind of stuff. Uh, maybe it was uh, other things that uh, you just lived a, a promiscuous lifestyle in some ways. But in every way, your, your, your mind would conceive of the lust of that, and your body would be that which would implement it or carry it out. God's saying, turn that around. Now let your body do some things that are conducive to help you renewing your, uh, in renewing your mind so you can prove out the will of God in your life. Where, where, where your body used to take you to the bars and the parties, let it bring you to church. Where your eyes used to fall upon the pornography and all these other types of things, let it begin to fall upon the, the, upon the goodness of the Word of God. Begin to, begin to meditate instead of meditating on, on negative information that would come into your mind, uh, going to bad movies, reading bad books, looking at bad things, whatever it may be. Take, get that out of your life 
and begin to renew your mind with the Word of God. Your thinking will change. I like to call it being discovered from stinking thinking. That's literally what it is. And as you do that, then you can begin to strengthen yourself in faith, strengthen yourself in the things of God, so that your thinking radically lines up with what God says instead of always opposing what God says because of the condition of your flesh. So I encourage you, uh, listen to these next three after this one. This is the first one. We'll do, do three more after this. Listen to these as we go through some things on how to implement this. The body, it's simple. Use your hands to worship God with. Use your hands to do things that are correct and righteous. Uh, use your ears to hear and listen to the Word of God. Use your eyes to read and, and, and study the Scriptures and study to show yourself approved. Use your life. Let your life be given to God for service in the kingdom. Whatever God calls you to do, be, be a help in your local church. Uh, uh, go on missions trips. Have goals of righteousness in your life. And I guarantee you, you'll begin to fall into this process that God has put in His Word that has a powerful supernatural element in it that can change any mindset, that can cause any person, no matter how far their mind has wandered out into this world and world system, to be brought back into the sobriety of thinking righteousness and thinking the Word of God. God bless you. We'll come back and see you in tomorrow night and keep on going with the good Word of God. God bless you.